going to do it alone and nobody makes it alone. So develop a supportive network around you. Mm -hmm. I, if it wasn't for the people around me that support me in, in any little way, yourself included, like this, this is a support for me just to be able to speak. Uh, if you don't have that, it's, it's, it's going to be a massive struggle. And I personally don't think that you're going to succeed. Have support around you. Uh, become a learner and realize that you don't know everything. And even if you think you're proficient in an area, ask other people to, to get other uh, perspectives on it as well. That's a big thing. And you got to have, you got to have courage and a willingness to realize that it's not guaranteed. Uh, yeah. And you got to see for yourself, what do you really want out of life? Because a lot of entrepreneurs, the first couple businesses fail, and then it's like that third one or the fourth one. So generally an entrepreneur is someone where you have a problem-solving mentality mm -hmm. and you see this need, and, and it's, it may not end the way it started. So welcome to the show. Um, I want to introduce everybody to Nicholas Clay with Big World One, Big One World. Being One World. Being One World, yes. I've said that like five times in my head and it still didn't come up because I wanted to. <laughs> well, the funny to. thing is even when you asked, you said it. Perfect. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so welcome to the show. Thanks so much for being here. I know that you said this is your first podcast. It is. Thanks for having me. So I'm yeah. so grateful you chose, you know, Secret Life of CEOs as your first podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, so as you know a little bit, because we talked a little bit before the show started, um, the purpose of this is to kind of go behind the scenes um, as to why people decide to be their own boss in short, um, but the journey that it takes to get to that point, right? And it's not like a journey that ever ends. It's constantly evolving. It's constantly moving. Um, so I always like to start with kind of about, you know, about you. This episode is, of course, about you anyway, but um, more specifically, like, tell us a little about your backstory, kind of how you got to today. Yeah, it was an interesting journey, not planned whatsoever. Uh, I started, it all started with self-development, self-improvement, mm -hmm. and I got into that world. And then through book recommendations, when I started reading again in my life, I was guided towards more of a mindfulness, spiritual path. And I started to uncover these practices that seem to give a, a light at the end of the tunnel, essentially seem to give a an ability to heal our mind and clear things of, of negative energy that we stored. So that was really appealing to me. Uh, I wanted to clear some of the emotional uh, or all the negative <laughs> emotions that I carried from a child and just mm -hmm. things that we go through in life. So that continued on to these courses that I then got into, which was on uh, ontology, which is the study of being. And it was being in those courses where I started to be able to see myself compared to others in this world, in this information. Uh, and I started to realize that not everyone absorbs it the same way. Not everyone just reads a book and, and gets all the juice out of it. Right, or, right. you know. Like we just talked about before the show. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, it was cool to see because I began to see myself in a new light that I haven't seen before. And then as I continued with these courses, there was, uh, it got into where you started having your own coaches mm -hmm. uh, and you develop projects. When I completed that course, I was then invited to come back as a coach. So at this time, I started to see not only was I absorbing this information well, that I had a high aptitude for it, it also seemed like I was able to help people get it. 
Uh, and then seeing the benefits that I had from it in my life, mm-hmm. like I think most entrepreneurs, we want people to have what we got out right. of something. Sure. So I came back to coach a course. It was me and 11 other coaches. Uh, that seemed to go really well. And with my passion for uh, supporting people and helping people, I thought that I think I'd be pretty good at doing this. Uh, and so that's kind of the cliff notes of how the journey started. And then after that course, it was October of 2020, I took on an executive coach because I didn't know much about building a business at all. Yeah. And I learned how to build what I needed to build so I could practice what I wanted to practice. And that was in coaching people with mindfulness and helping people get the same benefits and relief that I experienced. And then I've just been learning how to do everything ever since. So essentially, I, I'm building the business part so I can do what I love to do. Right. Yeah. So prior to, so how long were you in these programs? Like what was the, um, I guess the stimulus that caused you to get into these programs in the first place? Yeah, 2019 I started. I think uh, it got me into it as I became a self-improvement junkie. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I realized for the first time I experienced how we can actually invest into ourselves. Mm-hmm. And as I started practicing, practicing these tools, I thought it was so cool on how you could develop. I, I yeah. mean, most people in the world would just get thrown out there and we just become who we become. And here I found there was an actual intentional way that we could develop ourselves. And so that's what got me into the program. I was open to any kind of self-improvement uh, direction. Gotcha. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I can easily, I mean, was the thought like, oh, I can turn this into a business or was it more along the lines of like, uh, someone was like, no, no, you need to charge for these things. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Really, business was not the primary thought. It was, it was. I think I can help people, and I think I can do it at a at a high level. Mm-hmm. And then it was okay. Well, in society, what do I have to do so I can help people? Because I still need to keep the lights on. I right. still need to pay right. rent. You're still gonna help yourself. Right. So then it was just learning. It was it was learning, and that's probably one of the hardest things being an entrepreneur, doing your own thing is then assessing your value. What am I worth? Right. I don't know, I have this knowledge, I think I can do something, what's my actual value? So that that's a challenging thing, and I think most of us, if not all of us, devalue ourselves yeah. in the yeah. beginning. I, I mean, I think it's hard, right? Because we're gauging based off of other people that are in a similar line of work, right? So, oh, if they charge this, and I assume that they have these things or this experience, I should be within you know, these categories rather than just going based off of you yourself and not comparing to outside influence, which is just so hard not to do that. Yeah, that's spot on. That was one of the first conversations I had with my executive coach when he said, what are you worth? What's your value? And I said, well, this person gets charged this and this person charges this. And he goes, no, (laughs) no. He's like, I don't care what other people charge. What are you worth? Yeah. And that's a it's a really difficult question to answer without comparing. You just feel your mind wanting to get some kind of a gauge because right. you don't have anything to grasp on to yeah. besides your own confidence in yourself, which right. usually is not that high when you first right. start off. Right. So, yeah, it was interesting. And now I've, you know, going on my third year, developed enough experience where I have this understanding of what my value is and, and definitely a high degree of confidence on what I offer and what I charge. So you're like, this is it. I no discounts. You know that that there because that mentality follows that, right? Yeah. Like, okay, well, my value is associated with what people will pay, but I'll discount it because that'll give me more clients. But that's not that's not how it, you should be looking at that. 
Correct. And there's a whole psychology into that as well, pricing yourself. So oftentimes if you underprice yourself, people will perceive a lesser value in the mm -hmm. service or product, which is interesting. They've done these studies on water. You can offer water for free as opposed to the water that's five bucks and more right. people will take the expense of water because they attribute a value to it. There must be something in it. Uh, and today, what I would you know, be flexible with pricing or what, like my discount would be today is what my old pricing used to be. So mm -hmm. like my bottom now, once upon a time was my high, right. I guess is what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. And I think there's a, it, it depends on who your, who your avatar is, right? Like yes. who you actually want to work with. And I think that's something that, uh, you know, business owners struggle with is they're like, why well, work with everybody? And it's like, no, no, no. You that don't is, want to work with everybody. That is a massive struggle. <laughs> yeah. Defining your avatar. And this is something recently I've been focusing on because it's the hardest thing, especially in a space where I am supporting people mentally. Right. Uh, it's When you ask me who my target market is, so so often I'd respond back and say, well, humans, people. Right. You know, I've learned about the mind. And right. that, doesn't, that doesn't work well for business. No, I mean, it doesn't work well for a couple of reasons, right? Like, it doesn't work well with the person you're responding that to, right? So that nothing will ever stick and click with them. They're like, oh, well, this person works for everybody, and that's it. That's the end of the conversation. They will probably most likely never introduce you to another human being. Um, but when you're hyper-specific, you also get this whole other level of, I almost feel like it's satisfaction, because you're working with the right types of people who appreciate the work that has gotten you to this point to be able to offer them, you know, this level of expertise and resource to get them to that next level. And I, I think this applies to, this is across the board, whether you're retail, you're a service-based industry, uh, you clean houses for a living, like there's a reason why you, you should be at where you're at and the types of people that you work with because they align with how your vision is. Um, so, Obviously, we could side trail on a whole marketing conversation. But, I know. That's where uh, my mind was going. <laughs> um, but I want to kind of, you know, get back on track here with the emotional side of things. So, you know, it wasn't the intention necessarily to to go into business for yourself, but you, you felt the drive and I would even say the compassion to really try to change the world and try to change how people perceived themselves um, so that they could be more successful. So... What was that like um, from an emotional side, you know, side sidebar, I guess, like you're you're wanting to charge for this service and you at that point most likely maybe didn't feel you deserved to charge for that service. Oh, I haven't been doing this long enough. I don't I don't deserve to accept yeah. money for that. Right. So how did you overcome that? Yeah, so I definitely started with a conservative rate. Uh, my first couple of clients got the benefit of. Uh, a, a, say an affordable rate for mm -hmm. sure. And I think a lot of coaches run into this. I've also found though that it's a disservice if you don't charge uh, because people don't take it as seriously. They have nothing yeah. on the line. I have offered my services to people close to me for free and I never have gotten the engagement yet that I've gotten from a paid client. Mm -hmm. So I'm really not doing them the benefit I think I am. Uh, so it's it's interesting there. It's, it's this whole mindset around money and, and yeah. seeing that more as a value. And people are getting more by paying for it, for sure. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Now, so you've been doing this for three years now. And, 
you know, going on my third, yeah. Going on your third yeah. year. So, you know, being a business owner wasn't necessarily in your, your deck of cards. Not at all. I was anti-business for quite a while. So, so, so now that it clearly <laughs> is, right, whether, whether you wanted to, you know, you had envisioned that three years ago or not, um, what is the next, like, decade hold in store for you? Like, do you, do you see yourself growing this particular business? Do you see yourself getting into other options and other types of businesses? Yeah, that's a, that's, that is the question I've been focused on lately is where do I go? Uh, this year I'm focused on building to capacity. You know, the first two years was more, okay, I can do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's still growing, which is great in business. Uh, and this year is about what does it look like? So it's getting to capacity first of how many clients I can hold. Right. And then I don't, I really don't know yet. I don't know if it's expanding the company because what a lot of people don't realize is the work it takes to build something. Right. Uh, especially when you're wearing every hat, whether you're good at it or not, you, you just have to because you can't afford to pay people. Uh, or is it maybe a collaboration? So I'm actually in talks with some other coaches now mm-hmm. where we're going to get together and see what we can offer the world from all of our different angles of what we offer coaching. Mm-hmm. And that opens up a new possibility where growth may be what I can add to a, a bigger collective or possibly take this experience over the next couple of years and then be a consultant and then work with companies at a at an even higher level. Mm. One of the great things about mindfulness is it does work top down. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, and, and it's definitely something that can be applied to a lot of different groups of people, right? Regardless of where they're at, assuming they're willing to take it. Yeah, and it has an inherent benefit of developing leadership qualities. Mm-hmm. So again, if I could work with a, you know, CEO of a, of a you know, Forbes top 500 company, it truly would trickle down to the rest of the company that leadership would follow. And indirectly, I could then affect thousands of people. So I can train one top person instead of, you know, working with the whole staff would be be a bit. And maybe the next step of your journey too is, and obviously this is just purely my my opinion, is building out a team. Yeah, it could be a team. I mean, so my original thought when I had this design and didn't realize would it actually took to do this? Yeah, to, to, like <laughs> the journey and, of every business owner. And and every every area has its own qualifications of how to build it. Yeah. Uh, so when I first designed Being One World, it was about a hub for mindfulness, mm-hmm. and there was all these arms from it. Coaching, of course, that's what I do primarily. Right. Uh, an article application. So I currently write a, a weekly mindfulness article, and that's been going on for I'm on issue eighty six, and I've missed two weeks in that time. So the thought of having that as a newsletter, then there's another branch that I started with a positive clothing line and then I realized, well, building a clothing line is a whole thing in itself too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I, I think one more thing I'm probably forgetting. So there was these branches of it and then I realized there's no way to, you, you have to focus one at a time, essentially. Unless you hire somebody, yeah. Correct. And that's on top of, you know, the normal operation stuff that you have to do within your business. Right. Right, that you're wearing all the hats for that you... Definitely explained very well because I, I know that's a huge pain point, right? Like being a business, you're like, well, I want to keep all the profits, so I'm going to do everything myself. But the problem with that is you lose time in other areas. You lose yeah. it somewhere. You are losing money somewhere. It's figuring out how to grow and, and build something that's sustainable um, and hiring the right type of team, like not necessarily other coaches, which would obviously duplicate your efforts, Right. Right. Um, but also having people handle, you know, the marketing and payroll and all of the other nuances of owning a business that that's that wasn't why you went into business in the first place. Correct. From my understanding, and I say that because I'm, I'm not at that place yet to truly 
get to a sustainable, successful place in business, the goal ideally is to build something that can operate without you. Correct. And a lot of, you know, CEOs or business owners, a lot of us, we get stuck in a place where, yeah, we build a business. However, we still need to be there yeah. to run it. Right. Uh, so ideally, yeah, you want to get to a place where it doesn't need you to be there. Yeah, it's and, all, your, your baby's all grown up now. Yeah, and that is the <laughs> essence of creating a business. You're yeah. creating something of value. You had an idea. And how can you get that idea out to the to the masses? And if you're just a, a business of one, you can only go so far. Right, and right. Most, there's so much time in the day. Exactly. And it's where the value is of that time and the value that you want to offer the world. And one person can only offer so much. I think something to note here, though, is the fact that you want to grow, though. Like, some people are happy with the status quo, right? Like, they don't, they're, they're happy at a certain point. Okay, I don't need to go any further. Like if we just kind of coast at this plateau, like I'm satisfied with that. So hearing from somebody who's super involved in like self-involvement and, you know, self-growth, and I would even say self-discipline, it's, it's interesting to hear that. You're like, no, 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 we're not, we're not stopping. Yeah, there, there's so we're much, continuing. there's so much value in the, in the information and the practice. And I would love, I'm first and foremost a student. Mm -hmm. Secondly, I'm an advocate. And third, I, you know, I develop a business around it. So I found myself coaching coaches at times. Uh, and again, I'm not here to, I don't need to be the number one person holding all the chips. If I can help someone develop a similar practice, right. they're going to help a lot more people than I would ever see. Right. And so it's about, it's about, it's about letting people understand what mindfulness can offer and how it's truly practiced because there's a lot of interpretation when we right. take in things and we like to see things our way instead of the way it is and the way it's going to work mm -hmm. uh, so what advice would you give somebody looking to maybe not even on purpose to go into business uh, or maybe they fell into it accidentally you know what advice would you give them yeah it's a great question uh you're not going to do it alone and nobody makes it alone so develop a supportive network around you. Mm -hmm. I, if it wasn't for the people around me that support me in, in any little way, yourself included, like this, this is a support for me just to be able to speak. Uh, if you don't have that, it's, it's, it's going to be a massive struggle. And I personally don't think that you're going to succeed. Have support around you. Uh, become a learner and realize that you don't know everything. And even if you think you're proficient in an area, ask other people to, to get other uh, perspectives on it as well that's a big thing and you gotta have you gotta have courage and a willingness to realize that it's not guaranteed uh, yeah. and you gotta see for yourself what do you really want out of life because a lot of entrepreneurs the first couple businesses fail and then it's like that third one or the fourth one so generally an entrepreneur is someone where you have a problem solving mentality mm -hmm. and you see this need and and it's it may not end the way it started for you so i guess that's it's a little bit of the advice i would give i mean there's a lot of different angles and areas to look at oh, of course yeah. i mean it's all perspective that yeah. you're giving right um everyone's gonna have their own journey but i think keeping things in perspective is extremely important and that it's okay to fail. Yeah, it is. And so I guess so that people can really take away the message, the bullet points, have a have a supportive network. Mm -hmm. uh, continue learning and continue investing in yourself is huge. Yep. Uh, those would be the top two things I would say. And generally, most people are there to help. It's just don't, don't mistake 
the help people are giving, even if it, even if it doesn't help, realize that most people are giving the best from where they're coming from. Right. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Based on the information they have. Yeah. And experience they have. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and I think something we pointed out earlier was, um, you know, not not everybody's on this journey right. to some degree, right? So how they offer advice or how they offer feedback is going to be different. It may not be in line to what we maybe should be hearing. Yeah, on that note, <laughs> support, all, all support is not equal. So when yeah. I say support, you got to have support from similar mindsets, other people in yeah. business, because those that don't have an understanding of business or they're, they're just an employee side of the world, they could you know, love you unconditionally and have full support. It's just their advice where they're coming from is is most likely not going to resonate or not right. what you need to hear. Uh, you really got to talk to people that have been it or done it or had experience with it. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, I, I think that's a good good point, right? You're, you got to have supports in different areas. I mean, I think it's good to have a good support system at home. Right? Of course, like, yeah. You don't want a spouse or a close friend or family being like, no, this is going to suck. You're going to do terrible at it. <laughs> right. I mean, we want to get some of that perspective too, right? Like I think the criticism is important when you're going into business to get that perspective. But, um, you know, if you feel like that person just never is supporting you in whatever it is that you're doing, that's, you know, a whole other thing that needs to be explored. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it will bring you down because yes, you'll have enough of your own doubts. Right. You know, you'll get in your own head, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not good enough. I can never do this. I can, you know, I can't accept additional failures because, you know, I don't, inadvertently you don't have that additional support. Um, so you talked about, you know, kind of like your journey. <clears throat> what kind of legacy do you envision, like, leaving? Yeah. So we're talking, like, obviously super far in the future, right? So maybe you decide to retire. Uh, you leave the earth. You know, what is it that you want left behind? It's such a great question. Uh, and being in the area of mindfulness, it's an interesting question because it's, it's, it's a lot about uh, removing the ego. And so I think about legacy. I don't, I don't care much for being remembered. I mean, our, our time, you know, you go two, three generations and unless you're a president, you're usually forgotten anyways. Uh, I, I just, I guess I would say I just want people that I interact with to have a positive reference of me Mm -hmm. uh and as far as that can go i guess that would be my my legacy that i that i had a positive impact in people's lives and you know i guess that's that's the gist i know it's probably more of a subtle uh not the most flavorous answer yeah and not everybody has thought about those things that's why it kind of throws people off when i ask that question um but it's always interesting to hear like is the journey and path that you're on going you're are you gonna hit that goal yeah, I, this is, it's less about me, it's more for the information. What I would want is the the wave of mindfulness to continue, uh, regardless of who started it. I mean, there's many mindfulness coaches out there right. and, and companies bigger than I that do this. If I can be one more person that can just get another, you know, stroke of the paddle in, in that general direction, I, I, that's that's good enough for me. I don't I don't need a you know a plaque or a statue. No, or no statue. Yeah, I really I don't have these ambitions to like I don't I don't fear not being remembered. I just want to contribute as positively as I can while I'm here and be able to make a living and, and keep a roof over my head while I'm doing it. And right. and truly, I'm happy. You know, I, I'm happy with that and and having you know friends in my life and and loved ones in my life that I can 
enjoy life with, and that pretty much completes it for me. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a that's a good note to end everything on. We'll we'll mic drop that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so thank you so much for being on the show today. Um, I always ask guests that. I hope that I get to talk to you in a year from now to kind of see where where your journey's at. Right, a year is a is a long period of time, um, and to see where your your business has grown to, you know, up until that point. Is there any closing comments that you want to leave? Closing remarks. Uh, the only thing I can think of is at this moment, it's a it's a tough journey. It's it's unpredictable. Yeah. And most of the time, I think the experience is you're going to find out whether you're going to sink or swim when your back's up against a wall and then you see what's really important for you. And mm-hmm. if you're going to succeed in business, it has to be a priority. And, you know, even myself every day, almost I'm, I'm looking at myself, critiquing myself and, you know, because I want to be successful with it. Uh, so it's 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 tough. I guess, you know, and it's, it's, it's the grass isn't always greener and just look into yourself and see if it's something that fits for you. There's nothing wrong or bad about being an employee and, and, and the glamour that you see in social media isn't everything that being a business owner is. I mean, there's, there's, there's yeah. tens of thousands of business owners and we see like the top handful that make it look glamorous. Look past social media and talk to real people. You know, walk into a, a pizza place and talk to an owner there and mm-hmm. walk into a salon and talk to an owner there. Walk into places and talk to the owners and see what it's really about uh, before you before you get caught up in the uh, the glamour aspect yeah, of it. Yeah, right, the rainbows and unicorns. <laughs> yeah, and, and another thing too that I, I get in the world is that peop- I think people necessarily think that just because you're in business for yourself, you're uh you're you're smooth sailing financially oh, or yeah. like you're you know like automatically yeah, yeah you have all this money coming in and it's not true there's a difference why there's a gross profit and a, and a net profit right. and just because you know you can have a you can have a business that brings in five million and still lose money so right. just because you're in business does you know does not mean you're you're rolling around in money there's a lot of expense and stuff that goes to it that people right. don't say yeah there's a lot of behind the scenes that i don't think people ever will understand you know just like running a household running a business requires a lot of components yeah yeah so awesome well thank you so much again and we yeah. look forward to talking with you next year. Awesome. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Yeah, cool.